welcome. I'm Pastor Vincent Grissom, and this is Applying God's Word, a teaching ministry from the Word of God. This is study number 105, titled, What Some of You Were. There is often a lot of turmoil that surrounds the death of someone. People who are associated with the man or woman are wondering if they left a written will or a testament. The question begins, am I part of the inheritance? How much did they leave to me? Who else did they include? Will they get what I'm getting? In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 through 11, the Apostle Paul speaks about inheritance. But, contrary to the spirit of our age of materialism, Paul speaks of an inheritance that extends beyond this world into eternity. It is an inheritance in the kingdom of God. The question to ask is, are you part of the will? We will answer the question by first ruling out who is not part of the will and then pointing out who is part of the will. So first, who is not part of the will? Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 9 through 10. Verse 9. Or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. The Apostle Paul in verse 9 asks a rhetorical question. Do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? The wrongdoer will not have their name written in the will. They will not inherit the kingdom of God. The question we should ask is who are the disqualified or the wrongdoer as Paul would label them? We are not left in the dark by Paul since he spells out some of them. You can just imagine as he is announcing these people, the recipients of this letter can look around and identify some of these same people. Paul lists nine of the sins in the Corinthian church, the sexually immoral, idolaters, adulterers, men who have sex with men, thieves, the greedy, drunkards, slanderers, swindlers. Paul says that none of the above will inherit the kingdom of God. Though the list is not exhaustive, do you fail in any of the categories Paul mentions? If the answer is yes, then your name will not be in the will, and you will have no inheritance in the kingdom of God. But that sin picture in verse 9 and 10 is not the way your story needs to end. While finding yourself in that category of sins, or the sins not directly mentioned may make you uncomfortable or cause you sadness, you can be happy by the hope of the good news and the truth that you can be part of the will. You need to trust in the Lord as your Savior and your story can end with being washed of that sin, being sanctified, saved from it, justified before God, and forgiven before God. Let's read the next verse. Verse 11. And that is what some of you were, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Why? 
because of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, because you trusted in him, and because his spirit has transformed your life, you are a new person now. This is what it means to be a follower of Christ, not to be perfect, not to no longer have any struggle with sin. Struggle with sin remains, imperfections remain, but we are washed by God's grace, we're sanctified, we are justified. While we cannot expect those people who are outside the kingdom to live like they're in it, we should expect repentant and redeemed people who are inside the kingdom to live like it. We need to keep in mind here that Paul is writing to people who are already in God's kingdom, though they were once the way he described them in verse 9 and 10. But there was a change that took place, and as a result of this change, these Corinthians were washed, that is, the stain of sin taken away. They were sanctified, set apart for God. They were justified, declared not guilty. How did this happen? By the power and authority, Jesus gave his life on a Roman cross and paid the price to buy them back, to own them and save them from the power of death being resurrected by the Spirit of our God, becoming their Savior. These Corinthians put their trust on Jesus to save them. They renounced their wicked ways by repenting, and they were regenerated by the Spirit of God. I want to encourage you right now, personally. Now, I don't know your life or all the background in your life and all the sin you have committed, but I want to remind you in this moment that if you have confessed Jesus Christ with your mouth and believed in your heart, you are washed of that sin. It is covered totally. 100% of it is covered by the blood of Jesus. You are now sanctified in Jesus. You are now justified in the name of Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 8 verses 1 to 3 tells us, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus the law of the Spirit, who gives life, has set you free from the law of sin and death. When God looks at you, he sees the righteousness of Jesus. Now I also want to encourage some of you, if you are not sure your name would be written in the testament of eternal life if it were to be opened today. Do you want your name to be written in it? Just as the Corinthians, you too can become a follower of Christ, an heir in God's kingdom, if today you put your trust on Jesus to save you, repent of your sin, and in obedience submit your life to God. It begins in your heart, Romans 10 verses 9 and 10 tells us, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. It isn't about who you were or how you started. It's about who you are and how you finish.